here, there, and everywhere. SAFM 104.9 FM in Port Shepston. So a University of Pretoria academic has penned an opinion piece on what form habits um, say about how we coping with uh, COVID-19. And uh, when one thinks of films such as Will Smith, I'm a Legend, as well as the documentary series Pandemic, and Dr. Bredrick says they've been popular as viewers try to make sense of a changed world. Dr. Bredrick, a very good evening to you. Good evening, Bamsa. Thank you for having me. Now, in these times where we are bombarded by COVID-19 information throughout, I would have thought that when people have a choice in terms of the kind of content that they want to consume, like when going on Netflix, they would choose mm. a type of content where that would help them escape. But yeah, one would think. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> but it's quite weird. That, you know, uh, it seems to be it seems to be a bit of both actually, and I'm very interested to see what your listeners say. What what are the audiences' responses in this regard? Because there seems to be a split here: mm. audiences seeking out comfort viewing mm. and looking for information. And when they're looking for information, especially your documentary content, like the content available on Netflix, such as Pandemic, mm. that become very popular. In terms of the more escapist viewing. Audiences tend to go for re-watching things that they've seen before. And your TV series are very popular in this regard. You mentioned Romantic Fair. And you can add to that TV shows such as The Office and Community. Yeah. And tell me about the psychology behind when people um, go uh, view movies like Pandemic. Are they trying to kind of make sense of what is happening at the mm. moment and how perhaps the ending could look like? <laughs> I think that's a very interesting observation. I think uh, we've lived uh, with cinema for over a century now. Mm. And time and time again, we've had various apocalyptic and post-apocalyptic scenarios presented to us. And what we find is that if we consider the genres of horror and science fiction, for instance, that many of the nightmares, but also the solutions that they imagine, come to pass in our very lifetime. And I think what's happened now with the, with the current pandemic is that we've seen, again, the seeping of what used to happen in science fiction from even before the 80s, in the 1950s, black and white parasite movies, even as that content has seeped into our daily life. And I think at the moment, we've got a twofold focus here. Mm. On the one hand, people are looking for information. Yeah. And in that sense, at least you have that currently very popular film, Contagion, directed by Steven Soderbergh, that everyone is talking about, and which seems to me, and to those who know better than I know about the science of the film, to be quite scientifically accurate. Mm. And that film also depicts the social disintegration that we are all at risk of, should we not heed by specific rules and regulations. And at the same time, in addition to the information seeking, there's another focal point, which has to do with audiences wanting to see how movies imagine us collaborating, working together mm. to defeat an enemy that we have not faced in its current form before. So this yeah. is a manageable way of confronting something very scary. Mm-hmm. And tell me about the type of genres that people are watching, uh, those on the opposite side now, those that want to escape. What, what kind of genre or what type of content are they going towards now? Lots of television content, lots mm-hmm. of comedy, lots of 
escapist romantic fair, as you pointed out, <laughs> but then also your stalwarts remain within the science fiction and the horror genres. Mm. So you'll pick up that people are once again talking about World War Z with Brad Pitt based on the famous novel, yeah. which at least takes the crisis out of just the United States and into the world. And we see a lot of these zombie fairs that remains very popular. Consider the popularity of The Walking Dead, the TV show oh. which has now needed to halt its own production. Mm. Um, and we find that, as you've mentioned, I Am Legend yes. with Will Smith keeps popping up in the popular conversation. Wow. And such an old all- movie. Mm. <laughs> it's such an old movie. In, indeed. And yeah. even older than that, Dustin Hoffman in Outbreak, based on the Hot Zone novel, yeah. um, a 1995 movie that because of its sheer topicality, even though it's a bit trashy, if you watch it now, very <laughs> sensationalist, um, it's very, very popular. Yeah, absolutely. And I see that um, in the past, you know, you've had uh, film scholarships um, actually uh, focusing on pandemics like HIV AIDS. Uh, tell us more about yeah. that. Yeah, there's, there's a lot of, if we're going into specifically scholarship now in pandemics, there's a lot of scholarship available on HIV AIDS. And we've had academic publications on, for instance, the ways in which popular culture mm. depicts HIV AIDS, living with the disease, coping with it, being a caretaker for someone who yeah. has it. And you think about the numerous plays also in the movies that have emerged from the discourse, such as Longtime Companion and Love, Valor, Compassion. Lots of documentaries say in this regard as well around the HIV-AIDS pandemic, um, which has received much critical acclaim. And there was even a, a narrative drama a couple of years ago about Oliver Schmidt's mm. Life Above All, yeah. which was such a fantastic film that the American film critic um, based in Chicago at the time, Roger Ebert, selected it for his own curated film festival. And it highlighted the plight of children struggling in a world where HIV-AIDS determines what happens to them in their families and to their families to a great extent. Mm, and also reminds me of a South African movie as well, um, Yesterday as well, which features Lele de Kumalo, also based uh, around, you know, edutainment around the HIV-AIDS um, pandemic. So Indeed, do we Daryl Wood film, very yeah, famous. Yeah, yeah. Do we do we foresee any movies coming out after we are done with COVID nineteen around this this because it, it, it certainly took us off guard. <sighs> it did. It did. Even you know, it, it's very dangerous territory, dangerous terrain to say that a certain film or a certain book predicted this current pandemic. Yeah. You will find a lot of people in the U.S. saying that there's a Dean Koontz novel that predicted this pandemic. But yeah, we were completely caught of guard yeah. because I think the, the risk and the, the apprehension around such an event taking place remained within the realm of fiction where mm-hmm. it is safe and contained. But here it is. Mm-hmm. And I must say, um, I think I'm, I'm aligning with a number of peers in this regard where I say I hope that we that we don't get overwhelmed mm. with corona or COVID-19 based or related content. Yeah. I think, as you've pointed out already, we are overwhelmed yeah. with information in this regard. I, I can't go through two hours without, without receiving another meme or an update <laughs> from a news service. And I think we are going to read a, we're going to reach a point of satiety where we, yeah. where we have had enough mm. and we might even abandon the novelty um, to put it that way, that currently characterizes COVID-19, where we return to our previous viewing habits. Absolutely. And what are you watching, Doctor, finally? 
Who? What am I watching? What are you watching? What kind I, of content I, are you consuming <laughs> at the moment in your spare time? You know, paradoxically, I'm seeking out things that are very, very tense. Mm. I think there's something cathartic to watching very tense and almost anxious content at the moment. So I've recently rewatched Uncut Gems, starring Adam Sandler, mm. made by the Safdie brothers, who previously made a Robert Pattinson film called Good Time. And those movies are relentlessly fast-paced. You just know from the start that things aren't going to end well. And when those movies are over, mm. I feel so much better <laughs> as if I've released some of the tension contained inside of me. Now I have to pause there and just switch to some comfort viewing and say, I have to, and this is what I find repeatedly, I have to punctuate my tense viewings with episodes of community. Wow. Thank you so much, uh, Dr. Chris Bruett-Rake. He's the chair of drama at the University of Pretoria. And uh, I don't know that people actually, there are film habits, and they say a lot about what we cope, how we're coping with uh, COVID-19. It's interesting to hear will be interesting to hear what you guys are watching as well we still want those voice notes and your sms's as well but for now it's a saturday after all so let's have some brenda farsi tina moore 350 mil all that music coming up